McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun me in the morning. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley, bro. You know I love you. Always good to join you for the praise break. And listen, we might as well start it off with every praise. Of course, every praise reminds all of us that every now and then we better take a praise break or we may well break down. You see, life will break you down with all of its stress and mess, its pressure and problems. And before you know it, you'll be ready to give up and break down. But here is what we do during the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We take a praise break so that we won't break down. Praise has a way of energizing you. Praise has a way of resetting your attitude and when you reset your attitude it resets your personal atmosphere and so today we do it with every praise listen every praise reminds us that God is a healer God is a deliverer every praise reminds us that God comes through when we are going through and so whatever you're going through recognize give God praise for being a healer when your heart is broken a healer when your body is suffering a healer when your relationships are down. Listen, God is a healer from all past trauma and drama. God is a healer and God will heal you from the inside out, giving you peace of mind and joy divine. God is a healer, but also we praise God because God is a deliverer. Isn't that good to know that when you're going through stuff like Chuck in a situation you can't handle yourself, if it's too much for you. It's tailor-made for God, and God will deliver you. God will set you free. First, God will free you in your situation so that you can have the strength to receive deliverance from your situation. And so with that being the case, every praise is due our God. Go ahead. Have yourself a blessed day. But I want to tell you, every now and then, take a praise break so that you won't break down. It is Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great day. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Jerry, throughout the morning show, got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. The White House sounded the alarm on Monday that it will run out of money to provide weapons to Ukraine in its fight against Russia without congressional action by the end of the year. In a letter to congressional leaders, Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young wrote the government is out of money and nearly out of time to giving to continue give, giving aid to Ukraine. Now, the White House pleaded with Congress to act, arguing it is critical importance to U.S. national security. 
In other news, four candidates have qualified for the fourth GOP presidential primary debate taking place tomorrow, Wednesday night in Alabama. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie will face off in Tuscaloosa. Donald Trump, who continues to maintain a substantial lead in the polls, will attend a fundraiser in Florida instead. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, last night in Monday Night Football, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 34-31 game, winning field goals. Cincinnati stay alive what? a little bit in the playoffs, even without their star quarterback, Joe Burrow. Houston Rockets head coach Emmanuel Doka gets ejected from the game for trash talking LeBron James. Y'all might have seen this on the internet, what you man. Say, though? What, they, what they were saying, Rock? See, I would play the audio, but you can't hear it. But he called LeBron a soft A boy, pretty much, man. He was, <laughs> he said, look, it's just typical trash talking. Lakers playing the Rockies. Coach Doka started trash talking LeBron, saying, stop crying like a B.I. You know what I'm saying? The B word. LeBron walked over to him saying, hey, man, we're all grown men. That B word uh, is, a little, is a little harsh. Like, you know, you ain't got to go that far. It ain't cool. You don't can say, man, you soft A boy. And then that's when that's when the referee ejected him out of the game. Look, he it, if he would have called him the B word, then okay, get a little personal. But it's, they trash talking. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. it's it's part of sports. It's, yeah. You know, I don't think he should eject him out the Why game. Why you talk to LeBron like that, though? You know that man. Uh, that's LeBron James. Yeah, man. It's like, I come think on. some people be jealous of that. You know it, dog. People don't like all that stuff, man. It is. Try to get in his head. What up there, Gary? All right, y'all. People still talking about two different celebrities, y'all, that's going to get their um, jail time cut in half. Now, they're saying Todd and Julie Chrisley and Real Housewives star Miss Jen Shaw, y'all. They're saying they're going to get early release. Prison time. Now they said a couple known for um Christian on best current is serving time for tax evasion. And they're saying that little um, Real Housewives star Miss Jen Shaw, she's serving time. And they're all going to get a reduced time. Now they said it's been almost a year since Julie and Todd Christie began their prison sentence for bank fraud. But instead of the respective 7 and 12 year sentences, they're saying each has had their prison time slightly reduced, honey. And people are like, really? And the Christians also, they said they traded their luxurious lifestyle for prison time back in 2023. Now, Julie Chris, and she's 50, she's going to serve her prison sentence at the Federal Medical Center in Lexington, Kentucky, an administrative security federal medical center, y'all, with an adjacent minimum security satellite camp. And they're saying that the prison um, website says that um, Miss Julie, her prison release date is September the 4th, 2028, and her sentence was reduced, y'all, by 15 long months. And her husband, Todd Chris, they say he's in a nice, cushy camp as well in Pensacola, Florida, and they're saying it's one of the cushiest prisons in the U.S. Mm. So everybody's raving that they would like to go to that prison, honey. And nobody's even talking about R. Kelly and where he is and what type of prison he's serving in. But, you know, go to show you, you know, it depends on who you are. Oh, but that's a totally different kind of crime, ain't it? I don't know. About, I thought a crime was a crime. I don't know, I don't uh, know about that. You got them white-collar white collar criminals. You write yeah. bad chicks. Uh, and that's what those girls was doing, especially Miss Crisley, honey. But anyway, <laughs> child, we don't pray for them. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is mocha. On the high end, you say mocha. And on the low end, you say beautiful, delicious brown. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up next in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Nelly and Ashanti got some good news. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. 
All right, every Monday morning, show us time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Ashanti and Nelly, who has had an on and off again relationship between 2003 and 2013 before getting back together earlier this year, are reportedly welcoming their first baby together, Dang. according to Us mm. Weekly. Yes, the couple haven't confirmed the report yet, but pregnancy rumors started swirling over the weekend at Nelly's 11th black and white ball at the Four Seasons Hotel in St. Louis. Now, Ashanti put her hands on her stomach on stage, and then Nelly turned around and did the same thing. And then they laughed, which fans interpreted as the two sharing an inside joke about the baby news. Now, if Ashanti is pregnant, this will be her first, while Nelly has two adult children with his ex, Shanetta Valentine. So that's what I took it as, too. Did y'all see the video? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so cute. She had this big... Mm-hmm. Uh, like a uh, rhinestone thing on her stomach and then she like rubbed her stomach or something and then Nelly turned around and rubbed it too and then they laughed and then she touched it again and he touched it again it, it was super cute I definitely think that that is what it was Hmm. So congratulations. They age so well. Don't they? They look like they did 15, 20 they years ago. They look so good, yes. Yeah, they look so good. They look so good together. I'm so happy for them. Moving on, y'all. 50 Cent has been having a great old time mocking Diddy over his multiple sexual assault lawsuits, including teasing the idea of producing a documentary highlighting his rival's recent turmoil. He said, I'm the best producer for the job, guys. Here come the receipts. He responded to a story about the possibility. Uh, he further went on Sunday saying he thinks Diddy will be fine because he's so rich. He said he has so much money when his corporate partners pull out he just reaches in his pockets and make it happen. Uh, 50 said that on Instagram under a New York Times story about the possible death of Diddy's career. He said you saw how fast he paid Cassie. He's a real billionaire. He has money guys. He can do this. So hmm, y'all think about that. He needs hush. He needs to just hush, honey. I mean, come on. He been at it constantly. I know, and I mean, Diddy ain't that rich. What did he do to? What did Diddy do to him? No, I'm, that's what I want to know. What did he do to him? I, can't, I, mean, I don't remember. I was out of the loop. I guess when whatever happened happened. I, yeah. But whatever it is, Fifty will not get over it. He ain't letting up at all. You sure not? Every time I look up, it's something on there about Diddy. Did you see the, the picture? Thing about they, it, uh, Fifty got street cred, so did, it ain't nothing like like he gonna disappear or something. Right. <laughs> he got people in right. the streets, too. Right, exactly. Did you see the one where he put R. Kelly's face in Diddy's, in Diddy's yes. head? Yeah. Oh, I think God. we all shared it. The yeah. meme is crazy. 50 Cent is crazy. He will not, he don't got no chill. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But why don't you hit us up with them wake-up calls at 8669-RICKY. That's 8669-R-I-C-K-E-Y. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. <laughs> hey, y'all, where, 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 where your boy at? Man, you the one, uh, uh, hey, hold on, Rick. I got a guy, you know, that, that really need a job yeah. that's going to come to work every day. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself.
In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You know what I'm saying? It's one of my biggest regrets in life, um, you know, recommending yeah. Black Tony, I swear. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. Probably calling in right now. Horrible. Hello? 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 Black Tony? Hello? Darius? It's Darius, man. Hello, this Darius. It's Darius Bradford. This Darius, man. And I'm just. Well, wait, there, Darius, there, Darius, Darius. What's up? What you need? I'm letting everybody uh, just know just that uh, to be encouraged this time of the year, man. Cause wait a minute, hold on. What, what that? Uh, what they got to do? You are you filling in for Black Tony today? I'm trying to, but I'm having a a run of bad luck, bro. I'm having a run of it because the holiday season can really be challenging, Rick. It's challenging for everybody, man, but y'all two are the most incompetent. Don't come to work every day. Then he calls you to fill in for him, and then you call. I, I don't on 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 no. You have to be careful. You have to be careful this time of the year. You know, being that aggressive because people, a lot of people, is all on the edge. I'm on the edge right now, Rick. You wouldn't even believe I'm on the edge of this roof, man. I mean, cause 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 Tony Blackbutt jealous, man. I done had him help me uh, put these Christmas lights up last night. I'm glad y'all reaching out. And do you know he got jealous because I was putting up the lights in 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 the pattern I want to put them up and he done yeah. left with the damn ladder man he done left with the ladder <laughs> so how long you been on so you on top of the house I'm on top of this roof man waiting on top of the roof and there's a third floor mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and he done left with What's, the ladder Rick cause he jumped you been up there all night Derry I've been up here all night cause we all and night Derry. that's why I'm glad Hmm. Darius, ain't, ain't nobody saw you up there? I said we saw it at nighttime. It was good. Enough. And then, you know, I'm dark complected. Oh, uh, they can't see ain't you. No, ain't nobody. <laughs> Darius, ain't nobody. Ain't no, so by you being real dark, nobody saw you up on top of the roof. Man, ain't no, I mean, ain't nobody even paying attention, man. And then I, I fell asleep for a little while and then. I got up and, and, and I was hoping that somehow, that's why I'm, man, it's just really bad. I just need this time of the year and it just, you know, you just need people to be on your team. I'm glad that I got y'all and then I would have, I would have. What's the address, y'all. Darius? Uh, uh, is it is right there? I can't, I can't see the address from the roof, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just the, what I'm trying to tell you, Rick. Just, just understand it. Then here go the bad part. <laughs> yeah. I would have been, I would have been uh, called, but he done, le- he left with my phone. 
How you talking to us? Uh, 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 after the tone, leave a message. <laughs> I got you again. Hey, Ricky. Good morning, everyone. You know, we've been talking a lot about relationships lately. Now, a 29-year-old man shared his long list of reasons he will not date certain women, sparking huge online debate. He titled the Reddit post, Are My Dating Deal Breakers Too Strict? Now, he has been actively dating since he turned 18, and he's met a wide array of women, which led him to construct the not-to-do list. He says it helps him determine suitability early in the dating stage. So the post said, females need not apply if... They have cheated in past relationships, taken recreational drugs on a regular basis, have an incurable sexually transmitted disease. I mean, that's reasonable. Are currently in a situation or have a friend with benefits, have low standards of hygiene, are a sex worker. I think that's pretty much a given. uh, Have extreme political views, are a single mother or are sex workers. Now, the list drew supporters and haters and plenty of advice. Now, a few comments included, just be aware the older you are, the more baggage everyone will inherently have. I don't know about that kind of, that's a real baggage. Mm-hmm. And um, one person wrote, that's all normal stuff. If you say it out loud to another person, it makes you sound like a bitter hater, though. Keep your list in your head. I don't know huh? what y'all think. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I think did. most that's of that stuff is standard. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know a lot of women that have all of those issues. Not yeah. that many. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, that's... Yeah, he said yeah. sex, wor- sex Don't worker apply if you're a sex worker. <laughs> 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 that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I don't know Don't apply if you have an incurable sexually transmitted <laughs> disease. That makes sense as well. Now, I mean, now, everybody want to think about this. Uh, uh, you know, which fine one? chicks with herpes out here. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 Ricky. Uh, <laughs> take that bump on their lip and uh, blacken it oh. up and make it a mole. Make, make that oh, thing a mole. So <laughs> stupid, Ricky. No. I met a rapper named Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> you know Waka Flocka? Now, you notice, I don't cuss. I'm one of the clean comedians. I don't cuss. I'm old school and I did it on, on television. That's all I studied for television. I had to do it clean. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truth collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective and let me tell you these episodes speak to the black experience recently i was able to check out an episode called the woman behind the montgomery bus boycott now you know i'm from birmingham alabama so i'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state as i listened to this podcast and the voices i felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So I don't, I don't cuss, so. but I want to cuss. 
I want to cuss so badly, so I just want to cuss so badly, so you have no, I just want to cuss. And when I met Waka Flocka Flame, I said, you know, Waka Flocka. <laughs> Waka Flocka, it ain't cussing, but it's, it's close, ain't it? Waka Flocka. I was at church Sunday, the preacher walked up in the pulpit, I said, look at this Waka Flocka. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be up there for 35 Walker Flocking minutes. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian George Wallace. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Lenny Kravitz, we never hear from Lenny Kravitz, y'all. We love Lenny Kravitz, y'all. Well, he is speaking out. Now, he recently did an interview, y'all. And, you know, he said he had to clarify because people were saying that he was saying, you know, things about BET, honey, and, um, you know, Source Magazine and the black press, y'all. Well, he said that, you know, he did this interview with um, Esquire Magazine. He claimed that he had never, Ricky, been invited to the BET Awards and that his successes, honey, were celebrated by black media outlets. Now, Lenny came back and said it is very important to him to set the record straight on the recent um, media reports based on that interview he did. He said, my black musical heritage means a lot to me, and I owe my successes to my supporters who have been and who have taken this journey with me over the span of my career. Now, he said the comment I made was not about black media or the black community. I was specifically referring to black award shows in particular. My comment was meant to express a concern about ensuring y'all that black artists are being recognized for their work in that is now being called non-traditional black music, which is not the truth. He said, he said rock and roll is the music that we were instrumental in creating and is a part of our history. He said we must retain our heritage and celebrate that together. He said BET and countless others have paved the way for this type of recognition. And he said, I hope that by sharing my concern, a spot, a concern of spotlight, y'all, will be shown on this issue. You know, somebody came back and said, you know, that rock and roll, which I kind of knew this weekend, but I didn't know it. Rock and roll, which was created by black people, has been ignored by the BET Awards, the Soul Train Awards, the NAACP Awards, and the likes. And hopefully now that Lenny has given this topic the exposure it is needed to begin, y'all, the conversation. And they said, you know, that was, they want to correct their wrongs and make them right. Mm. And we love Lenny Kravitz. I mean, people that don't know Lenny Kravitz, his mama, honey, was um, Roxy Roker, the beautiful Helen Willis on The Jefferson. So he's very black, this you know. True. So, yeah. you know, just in case people didn't know that. So, but I don't recall him being on any of these um, black award shows. And, you know, now hopefully now that he's spoken out, that, you know, they probably, you know, BET, Soul Train, and all these other people will recognize this. I think he's right. I mean, you know, black folks, we everywhere. We in country music, rock yeah. music, like celebrate everybody. Yeah, honey. So Charlie Pride was country music. We supporting Trump and everything. We all over the place. Thank you. We all over the place. That's right, Ricky. So, honey, let's get it correct, honey. So, and speaking yes. of all over the place, y'all, this black woman, I mean, this woman who's married to a black man, honey, um, little Miss Jenny Mai, baby, this girl is all over the place. She was on, on Jennifer Hudson's show recently, and baby, she's, you know, she's decided she's ready to talk. And here's what little Miss Jenny Mai had to say. Uh-uh. <laughs> At the time when I found out, you know, at the same time as the rest of the world, that yeah. my marriage was ending in divorce. I was gutted. So, yeah, today it's about picking up the pieces. It's about discovering me mm -hmm. and being a mom to the best blessing in my life, my little girl. This year, I met the most broken version of me. Mm -hmm. I also met the strongest version of I me I love today. how you said that. That was yeah. beautiful. 
Yeah, that was beautiful. She spent a hundred. Pick up the pieces and keep going. Yeah. yeah, no matter what. So she found Sheesh. out about her divorce when we found out? Yeah, she said, honey, when we opened up the paper that day, she said she did too, and that's when she found out man, about it. Man, that's a new normal. You never got broke up like that on the internet? Yeah. It's a new news. your girl profiling and it says single. <laughs> you like, you don't text her no more after that? <laughs> yeah. Man. I mean, and, and, and it's just something, though. I mean, she loved Jeezy, and, you know, they loved each other. They had this fabulous wedding, which still today, Rick, I understand why people have these fabulous weddings and go through all this, and then they hate each other a week later. I don't understand that. I mean, what happened? Uh, what you happens? Love, you love until until it's gone, Gary. Sometimes it's like Jeez. water. It's like Kool-Aid in the picture. Sometimes you pour it all out. You just got to make another picture of Kool-Aid. Is, is, that, that, a good, is that a good analogy? Baby, that analogy is something wrong, honey. It was <laughs> profound, Rick. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was profound. Yeah, yeah, you, pour, you pour it all out, and then you mm-hmm. rinse it out. But you got to rinse it out. You just can't make another picture of Kool-Aid. You got mm-hmm. to rinse it out. And mm-hmm. then you put some more sugar in there and pick you two more different kind of flavors this time. Yeah, because oh. when you be when you be when you be trying to put them new flavors together, you ain't tried before, it just don't come out right. Yeah, it'd be so sweet. It'd be sweet, but it, you know, just 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 start over. And then you got your whole new ice cold. Then this time, put some ice in there. Yeah, oh. chop a lemon up in that bad boy. Okay, a real well, I'm, lemon. I'm trying to figure all that out. So I, now just, I can let him let him marinate on here. Yeah, get you, it'll please. Get you by six o'clock this evening. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like brother Fonte. It's gonna get you on the way home. Okay, I guess it is. Then well, congratulations. <laughs> okay, all right then, y'all. Y'all got that? Did y'all get that? Yeah, you can't put you can't put orange and grape flavors together for, for Kool Aid. Oh. But you can buy Publix lemonade and put a pack of Kool-Aid in it and put it in the pitcher. So you got to try something different, too. Come on, oh. Y'all, I'm letting God use me this morning. Come on, let him here. use your glory. <laughs> yes. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, that's mocha. On the high end, you say mocha. And on the low end, just say beautiful brown. That's your Kahlua today. Ricky, you need to write that down. Write yeah. that down. And you need to sell it. <laughs> don't hype me up. <laughs> don't hype me up. Y'all okay. give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> All right, Gary, come on, I got the wake up call. Get it to boy 8669 Ricky. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. 
lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You walk this long, this land, you and your house shoes go and be better. Wake up, wake up, wake up, encourage each other and be productive. The Ricky's probably more than show, want to know what you calling from, so come on, and just wake up. This is Geeches calling from Albany, Georgia. I just want to tell my son Josh and my grandbaby, Nana Baby Kenzie, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Laura Fuller calling from Lexington, North Carolina, calling to wake up my family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, this is Tony calling out of Baltimore, Maryland. I'm calling to say wake up, wake up, wake up to everybody. Hey, this is Betty calling from South Carolina. I'm calling to wish Kathy Gully happy birthday. I'm a wake up, Lonzo, Retta, Cheryl, everybody in Ohio. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Radio. It's a whole gang of cities tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Because we gon' let them know. Let them know then. What's the wake up? Let's go. Listen, there's been a warning put out. If you have an iPhone, you need to listen up. Plus, if you have a Gmail account, how not to get hacked and more. All that coming up in Techie Tuesday right here with the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Time for Techie Tuesday. What up, Beyonce? All the wishes. Hey, good morning. Okay, so uh, a lot of people have got notifications. If you have an iPhone, you've seen it on the news, whether, you know, locally or nationally, law enforcement agencies are warning people, especially parents and guardians, about privacy updates. And if your kids have cell phones and they set it next to a friend's cell phone, a stranger's cell phone, it can automatically uh, update and send their information to that person. And it's supposed to be, you know, something really cool. Like back in the day when you had your two-way pager and you would like set your two ways next to each other and would transfer your contact without you having to enter in the information. Well, it's called name drop. And uh, I saw it actually happen by accident to me the other day over the weekend because all I did was it popped up when my phone sat down next to someone else and I just glanced at my phone but because the face ID is so good it automatically transferred my information to somebody else now it's not supposed to work like that so uh, of course Apple has now issued a new update so if you have an iPhone you want to go ahead and update that also uh, you can just go into your settings and go to name drop and just turn it off to no Uh, it's a new update Um, and for 2024 well you want to know what you listen to Apple Music Replay is now Uh, you go to Apple Music and you can get all your highlights the best music you listen to the most you'd actually be really surprised and uh, do a whole recap now for everybody who has driving cars so I mean uh uh Uh, electric cars, you know, Teslas and all this. Detroit is the first state and first city to now have electronic road um, that can like charge your car while you're driving. So, you know, there's one city. I know you're excited. So Wait a minute, a road? It is a road. So uh, in Detroit, they have a street and this is kind of like their first test city. But, you know, once they start start testing something like this out, you can, you know, pretty much see it's going to come to other cities. So what it is, whether you're driving, idling, sitting at a stop light your tesla or your you know electronic car ev car can get charged while you're going so no more having to look for the nearest charging station this is something that they're working for in a lot of cities to help you know with uh environmental changes now uh if you have an 
old Google or Gmail account that you haven't used in a long time and you have emails and documents and stuff that you want to say? Well, Google said if you have not logged into that account in the past two years, they are erasing accounts. So this is a warning for all my friends out there. Log into your accounts today. Those business accounts you haven't checked in a while. Make sure you log in to save your account. That way you still have those documents in there. And for all of my gamers out there, Rockstar Games has made an official announcement. It has been 10 years in the making. Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming out. Now, you do have to wait. It's coming out in 2025, but it will be out. I cannot wait. It's going to be set back in Vice City in Florida and Miami. And uh, for the first time ever, ladies, get ready. There is a woman who is going to be one of the main characters, and you can have two-player characters play. So I know this is huge, exciting news. We have been waiting a very, very long time for this. So definitely a big shout-out to Rockstar Games. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 will be coming out 2025. And if you're still looking for the hottest gifts this season, make sure you follow me. I am consistently posting them in my stories. I know we're just shy. Hey, hey Beyonce. Yes, sir. Hey, real quick, uh, what are some of the benefits? Like when my cell phone updated, and mm-hmm. I noticed now that it uh, uh it kind of feels like it know what I'm going to say next, and all I have to do is hit the... Uh, Hit the hit a button and go ahead and do the next word. What are some of the uh, the things that I can benefit from? Because I don't even know the full benefits of this phone updating, but I do like it. So you know that's the funny thing that you asked that because as 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 I was reading what the new iOS seventeen point two beta is coming out. So every time it updates, it adds different features and you don't even know. So like if you have the new iPhone fifteen, the new update has spatial video recording. So that means like as we start getting into three D recording, you can start uh, having these games where you play like three D uh, in virtual reality as you get into all that. Um, plus you know with the Apple headset, it's going to be involved with that. Uh, you know predetermined text. It's going to save you time texting. You have to get used to it, though. So, you know, like as you're starting, I was writing a sentence to somebody this morning and I hit one word and it already had the sentence. It's just it's trying to predict what you're uh, what you're what I needed to do. Yes. And if you don't like it, some people, you know, they're not fans. You go into your settings, general and accessibility. There's a keyboard section and you can turn it off. It's called uh, pre uh, predicting your text. So you can go in and turn that off. I did that the other day and I love it. Does, you know, does like, it also lock in words like like let's say, for example, uh, pookie. Right. That's that's <laughs> not like like. But is there a button that you can hit so if they know you talking about your cousin named pookie? It'll go ahead and. And program that word, certain words that's not programmed in the regular Webster's Dictionary. You know, maybe if you go in and you create a contact for Pookie, it would recognize it. But you'd have to actually create that content and have Pookie in there. And then maybe it would know from that. I'm not 100% certain on that. Okay, that makes sense. But I will look it up. And you can always follow me at Beyonce ATL on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Bring some out the morning show. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. 
Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Good. And here's what happened in Celebrity News. Well, <laughs> Crest Pro Health, dog. Hey, I better get on that Crest Pro Health shoe. Is it? He said the other toothpaste stopped working in minutes. Yes, God <laughs> dang. <laughs> yes, honey. Well, yeah. here's what's happening in celebrity news, damn it, y'all. Friend of the morning show, Ricky, and a very dear friend and colleague of mine, Miss Tamar Braxton, baby. She's back in the news. And, you know, we, we this story uh, was out. And, you know, we tried to pray on it and, you know, not to share too much of it because it's already out there. But, honey, might as well go ahead and talk about it. Tamar Braxton and Jeremy J.R. Robinson, y'all, their on-again, off-again relationship is back on, y'all, despite purposely, y'all, hurting her by dating her online enemy, baby, Miss Tommy Lee, y'all, honey. Weeks after they broke up, y'all. Now, they say it looks like Tamar is back-to-back, honey. Um, breakup, and you know, she's back with Jeremy J.R. Robinson. Well, just the beginning of their messy relationship drama. Now, the former fiance swing from PDA to shocking shady shenanigans in a blink of an eye. Now, they're saying that they're giving love, Ricky, a second chance. Y'all, according That's to Boston, good. yeah, they're saying, honey, J.R. raised eyebrows and concerns y'all when he soft launched his reunion. With Tamar I tell you Braxton. what, if he got anything other than that crisp toothpaste that Rod T talk about, yes, he, he ain't gonna be able to keep it. Nope. Anybody got any other toothpaste, just gonna throw it away. Yep. Oh, Lord. just stop working in minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you realize how bad your breath gotta be, Gary, for the Bruh. toothpaste to stop working in I minutes. <laughs> in minutes, Gary. <laughs> So, baby, she stopped working in minutes. You know, I thought it started, but all right, baby. But that girl said, that's bad, boy. That's bad. Ooh, that's not cute, baby. That's some hot mouth right there. Mm-mm-mm. That's some young mouth, honey, because they don't brush. But anyway, child, it's been reported out that, you know, that um, Mr. Jerry, he apologized, y'all, to Tamar. You know, they say he claimed that he still had love for Tamar, only to wait into her social media beef, honey, you know, with Tommy Lee. And, you know, they went to this game together and stuff. They took pictures together. He said he purposely hurt Tamar by asking Tommy out on a date, y'all. Isn't that a mess? How could a person yes, do man. something like that? Sometimes you just be want to prove something, prove that you can get somebody in, you know what I'm saying, knowing that it's going to get out there or whatever. But sometimes, I guess it works. Yeah, sometimes, it will. I guess it did. Because she back with him, y'all. He said, but they said, quote, we're definitely back together, but because I choose to be back together and I love her with all my heart. He said, he said now nah, I'm sure she's going to explain that I didn't hurt her. He said, I didn't cheat on her. He said, I didn't break her heart. I didn't lie to her in our relationship. But there are things that needed to heal from. And he said, that's real, y'all. And I tell you, that's just something up. But people saying, you know, had he been of African descent, would Tamar have taken him back or what? But I know love is love, honey. And, you know, you get love where you can. But I tell you what, honey, he wouldn't have played there with me. 
She was like, no, ma'am. If you decide you want to go get someone, these queens that I don't like and go on a date with, trust me, honey, y'all go ahead and stay together, honey, because it ain't that damn. Um, What's wrong with him, Brett? <laughs> Jealous as hell. Just a date. That ain't just a, a date. date my, yeah, there ain't no dog on date. And then you gonna publicize it and put it out there, honey, and, and, and to hurt me and stuff like that, honey. No, what did they go to a basketball game? Oh, yeah. yeah, so uh-uh, honey, uh-uh. Man, people go to a basketball game and drive. That ain't you don't go and you don't smash out no basketball. It ain't like a romantic. That's a game. No, well, you don't know what some people's motives, honey. She could have did something with him, honey, just to get back at Tamar and come back later and say, Yeah, I was with him, honey. And Describe and every all part those of it. Insults that uh, Tommy Lee hurled at um, Tamar. Yeah. Like all oh, she did. About her. Oh my oh, gosh. Lord, she was, yeah. yeah, she went in. Calling that girl muppet and all kind yeah. of stuff, honey. Uh-uh. I'm like, uh-uh, honey, you don't do that. <laughs> wow. Man, that y'all, 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 y'all be doing too, too damn much. Now, nah. and then. And then she got back. Back, you just jealous as hell. Like, 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 can't nobody go on no date. And then, knowing that you still love the person, yeah. Knowing that you still love the person, but you're so jealous, Hardy. You'll let a good person get away because they went to a basketball game. Well, I guess your soulmate that well, Jesus honey, picked out for you. Well, honey, I just even got away then, damn it, because honey, you ain't been to sit here and play me no damn fool. No sir. But that ain't playing you no fool. They just went to a basketball game, but Tommy Lee didn't have no, should not have through insults. No, she shouldn't. At Tamar. And he shouldn't have sat there and let her do that neither, honey. Didn't know they're going to get back together again. And then no they should have sat in the press box. Where they sat? Courtside? It was kind of around. They had good tickets, I tell you that, honey. So, but no way, honey. But that's, you know, what the way things are. Man, y'all some damn mission. That's why they, that's why they, they kick our ass off the radio. Won't be no more Ricky Smile in the morning show. I'll be back <laughs> doing comedy. And your ass gonna be back up there working at the VA hospital. Yes, Brad's Lord. gonna be back back rapping. And Maria gonna be doing real estate. Brad ain't uh, never stopped rapping. Brad ain't <laughs> never stopped rapping. And, and Rock T gonna, gonna be teaching special yeah. education and, yes, and working Lord, at the Special yeah. Olympics. Which he enjoyed for some damn reason. I ain't do nothing. I, 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 volu- I volunteer every year. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Sit there and go to the yes. Special Olympics every year and mm-hmm. sit up in the corner by herself mm-hmm. with an umbrella. You going to hell, God? See, see everything you do. Yeah, we need that color. The color today, yeah. Ricky, is mocha. On the high end, you say mocha, and on the low end, you say beautiful brown. That's your color. <laughs> yeah, I got a degree. I got a degree in education, but I'm not going to teach these kids. Not at all. You can forget no, that. No, you're not. I'm not going up in no school. I'll be the went to damn jail. Damn kids get to talk to me crazy. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiling Morning Show. Hey, listen, a lot of stuff going on, and we know that human trafficking is a real threat to our society today. Uh, you know it's a lot of kids that they don't talk about on the news that look like us is uh, missing. Uh, and it does not stop during the holiday season. Uh, although the holiday season are typically meant, you know, to be a time of joy, happiness, and family time, women are said to be at a higher risk during this time. Now, law enforcement officials have said that human traffickers typically increase their criminal activity during this season, which puts women at a higher risk. 
Now, it becomes even more important to be aware of your surroundings during the holidays because people tend to spend more time in crowds where traffickers are using their luring tactics. Now, women should be aware of men complimenting them, offering them modeling jobs and just overall suspicious, suspicious situations. Yeah, you know, sexual abuse is also a factor that can make people feel more vulnerable to human trafficking and someone who has past experiences of sexual abuse, violence or trauma could be lured in and taken advantage of by a trafficker, and we see this a lot, uh, exploiting their needs for something like protection or love. Now, of the contacts made on the trafficking hotline from 2015 to 2021, where a risk factor of vulnerability was known, they found that 40% of all sex trafficking victims experienced sexual abuse prior to their trafficking experience. Now, uh, with trafficking being at $150 billion a year industry, we know how important it is to spread awareness. So uh, now here at the Rick's Modern Morning Show, we value keeping our women safe and keeping them out of harm's way. So joining us this morning uh, is Dr. Uh, Aldewan Tart. Uh, Dr. Tart, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you break down the correlation between sexual abuse and trafficking? Mm. Well, when you when you think about when you think about trafficking, it's not that, that people, uh, by and large, are being pulled out of crowds or kidnapping. You all know that the number one way people are in the system is usually by someone they already know. So an intimate partner, a family member, a friend. That's how most people actually get involved. They don't even realize that they're being trafficked, that they're a part of being human trafficking. Mm. And so what they use is what they use is psychological abuse. That's what we're talking about. So we're talking about uh, sexual abuse. We talk about physical abuse. People know that. But the biggest thing is psychological abuse and being able to convince someone uh, and using fear against them. So like mm. uh, threats, threats to your friends and family, threats that they're going to tell what you've done. Um, we see this happening in a lot of different countries. Our people are immigrants. We're going to threaten to deport you. Right. Homelessness is how a lot of kids get into the system, how a lot of adults get into the system. If someone offers to help them out with a place to stay. And then that's when they start with the manipulation of just do something for me. I took you in. Do something for me this one time. Do this for me. And then that's how they get caught up. Yeah. You know, Dr. Tart, when you were talking about the, um, you know, someone you trust, I know I think many of us were a little surprised when we saw um, the claim of trafficking with the case with Cassie. Uh, and Diddy. And over the weeks in the news, right. we've seen multiple headlines of women accusing men of sexual assault or abuse. Now, is there more than one type? I mean, yeah. So when you look at it, think about it. We're talking about the blending of intimacy, power and control. Right. And psychological abuse, it all goes together. And if you have a background of sexual abuse, right, all of this seems like the norm. And in the case of like you talked about, like Diddy and, and Cassie, he had a lot of power over her. Right. Like you go out, uh, I'll expose different things. And so you feel like you cannot escape. You cannot say things. And then people in that circle do not pr protect you. And so, yes, there's psychological abuse. Right. But a lot of times uh, what they'll do is they'll use. Um, they'll, they'll use uh, reciprocity. I've helped you out. I've done this for you. Mm -hmm. And then it's, they're familiar. So right. we're not talking about total strangers, right? Mm -hmm. They're familiar to you. Oftentimes these are friends, family, people that you're dating. And so you, you part of you believe they wouldn't do anything to hurt me. And I'm just trying to help them out. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Tosh, should men also be on guard for um, traffickers during this time? <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we, we, we have a stereotype that this is happening to women, but anyone that has any access to cops or, or psychologists know that this is happening to men, especially young boys, especially young boys in the, the uh, welfare system, right? Uh, the Department of Juvenile Justice. So kids that do not uh, foster care. So they're preyed upon. Kids that are, are out and about or just don't have a way to be able to protect themselves. So you think about where you recruit, you recruit someone who's in need of something you can supply and then use that against them. You need a place to stay. You need some money. You need to feel a sense of belonging, a sense of family. And so what they do is they, they form an intimate bond with you and then they use it against you to say you owe me. That is horrible. Dr. Ty, what are ways parents can talk to their children and educate them on how to protect themselves against becoming a victim of sexual abuse or trafficking? Well, we know. I mean, one is having access to the cell phone, right? We need to have access to our kid's cell phone to see who they're talking to because they don't know. You know, a sex trafficker's not going to come out and say, I'm a sex trafficker. Right. They're going to come in with love bombing. So, one, check the cell phones. Um, two, talk to your kids early about um, how to recognize the signs of grooming. Grooming is when someone is beginning to set you up for psychological abuse. And these are really complicated conversations that parents have to have with their children because children won't understand. So, so grooming is like when they, when they just try to be there for them and then they start to isolate them from loved ones. Right, right. So what they do is oftentimes so they'll say they'll try to form a stronger bond than what you have with your family, and they won't make a move. They won't ask you to do anything. So you get your guard down, right? So you say, he's not asking me for sex. She's not asking me for sex. They're just giving me a place to stay and taking care of me. And then, one, then they isolate you from your friends and family, take the personal information that you give them, and then use it against you, and then you're already in because you formed a psychological and emotional dependence. So they make you feel like you depend upon that person, even for safety. If you leave here, where are you going to go? We know where your mom lives. We know where your dad lives. If you leave here, you're going to go back to homelessness. Hey, if you leave here, we know exactly where to find you. And so a lot of times people feel like they cannot leave simply because psychologically they're afraid for their emotional and psychological safety. Mm. Is there a hot? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was gonna, uh, go ahead, Ricky, because I was just going to ask. It, no, is I there was like thinking a, like like they would just pull up in a van at a uh, uh, in a parking lot no, and snatch people. I no, didn't know. No, no, oh, I man, didn't know any kid- of this. No, no, that's kidnapping. But really, what it happens is it's why most. If you look at statistics, it's usually by someone that the victim knows, yeah. a friend, a family member, some of you're dating, right? But they're not dating you because they're interested in you. They're grooming you the whole time to three months later, six months later, even a year later if they're patient to then be able to put you into human trafficking. And then they make so you feel using- like that's the normal relationship dynamics. They 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 got your head so wrapped up. That what? you start to feel like this is how normal relationships are. I mean, is there like some type of psychology attached to that? Because I know a lot of victims, they don't even realize that they're victims. Right. Right. And, and what we're talking about is an, it's called fundamental attribution error. And just to break that down, you start blaming yourself. You're like, look, I got myself in this situation. Right. And they and they psychologically abuse you to the point where you feel like, you know what? I, I don't know how I got so far into this, uh, but I'm I'm in it now. And then also, I think that this is just a normal part of the relationship, right? right? He's done things for me. She's done things for me. This I'm not being human traffic, you know? I'm mm-hmm. just doing what they asked me to do. I'm just doing a favor. I'm just showing love. I'm just keeping them from getting upset and, with me because you know what? I'm always go, making people upset. And they go from that to prostituting them? 
right, so so you think about so we don't even use the term prostitution. We use it human trafficking, especially if you start talking because they're not aware that this is happening. They don't have choice. This is not a business. This is right. not where you have an option to leave, right? So you're being watched. You can't go anywhere. This is not free enterprise. So when we start talking about being exploited, realize that if you if you ever talk to someone that's been through this, they'll tell you they did not feel like they could leave the same way an abusive partner. You're in domestic violence. They don't. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna live? Where, where are you gonna go where they can't put hands on you? Where are you gonna go and be able to survive? Would you rather stay here in this house and it's dangerous and have food and have money, but you have to you have to do these things, or would you rather go out on the streets where anything can happen to you? And that's how they prey on you. Or do you want anyone to know? Do you want everyone to know? We can release pictures about this. We can tell everyone. You can be shamed. We see that a lot happening uh, with high school students. Right. We'll tell everyone what's happening. And so they use whatever your weakness is against you to keep you in it psychologically. Remember, this is psychological abuse, not choice. Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Tart, listen, if somebody's been a victim of abuse, is there a hotline that they can, uh, you know, call to receive help? Yes. Yes. Oh, so one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. I'm going to give them two. All right. So one eight eight eight. Three seven three seven eight eight eight. That's the National Human Trafficking Hotline. But if you have a missing child or an exploited child, call one eight hundred the lost. One eight hundred the lost, so that they can help you figure out and get you resources for being able to protect and find your children. Mm. There it is. Hey, Doctor uh, thank you for all of this great these great tips this morning. Uh, uh, you know, if anybody want to reach you, how can they reach you? Yeah, just simply uh, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tart. That's at D-R-T-A-R-T-T at D-R-T-A-R-T-T because I want our women, our children, our boys, and our men to all be safe. There it is, y'all. The one and only Dr. Tart, Freaky Smile of the Morning Show. All right, y'all, Freaky Smile of the Morning Show. Hey, it is about that time. We got the one and only uh, Jeff Johnson. Got three things you need to know. Hey, Jeff, happy belated Founders Day to all the brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, founded in 1906. Man, we always think about people like you and uh, Dr. MJ Collier and uh, all of our Roland Martin, all of our contributors on the show. Seems like it's mostly uh, Alpha Alpha folks. Alpha, you, you, you Alpha people. That that happens when you want greatness, Rick. So congratulations <laughs> to you for recognizing it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I appreciate that, bro. You, you, you always celebrate the entire Divine Nine. And so I appreciate that. Big up to all my brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated for our Founders Day. And what I love, Rick, is that like like your organization um, and all of the frats, there are lists and lists and lists of names of really brilliant brothers and sisters who most of the public knows. But what I love most about my fraternity is the local chapter members who aren't on anybody's list, but show up every day wearing the frat on their heart as they serve. Uh, and yes, so big sir. up to every single member of the organization who doesn't have a long bio, who everybody doesn't know, but you show up um, prepared to serve in a way that our fraternity calls us to. So thank you for that, Rick. Man, l- listen, I'm the New York Times did an incredible piece that in uh, that, that took um, Donald Trump's words um, and essentially just let them be what they are. Um, I, I, I think that a time is coming 
where it's not really about Democrats or Republicans. It really is about do we as a country, how do we as a country ensure that this criminal um, does not become president of the United States? Because when 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 all truly is said and done, he doesn't have the best interest of any American at heart. He only has the best interest of himself at heart. And, and his words literally tell us that he does not care. There was there was a speech that he gave on March 4th at the National Harbor in Maryland that said, if those opposing us succeed, our once beautiful USA will be a failed country that no one will even recognize. A lawless, open borders, crime ridden, filthy communist nightmare. That's what's going and that's where it's going. Either we win, either they win or we win. <clears throat> and if they win, we no longer have a country. He then says yeah. on um, on April 27th in Manchester, New Hampshire, on day one of my new administration, I will direct the DOJ to investigate every radical district attorney and attorney general in America for their illegal racist and reverse enforcement of the law. And last but not least, um, on October 11th in West Palm Beach, he said, instead of keeping terrorists and terrorist sympathizers out of America, the Biden administration is inviting them in. You know why? Because he's got a boss. Who's his boss? Barack Hussein Obama. And and while most of us know that this stuff is ridiculous, um, none of it is rooted in fact. All of it is is insane rantings. There is a population that needs to believe in somebody. Um, they believe they need to believe that somebody else is at fault for their poverty, that somebody else is fault for their unemployment, for somebody else is at fault for their condition. And Trump is a genius at figuring out a way to make somebody else at fault for predominantly poor whites. But in many cases, disenfranchised people who more and more aren't don't have faith um, in some of the traditional apparatus, so they're looking for somebody that feels like a fighter. Um, y'all, y'all know, y'all know people who always talk about they always keep it real. Yeah, yeah. Anytime who's who, anybody who constantly says I always keep it real, you know they the one that doesn't keep it real. Because when you keep it real, you don't have to say it; you just do it. And and one of the things, one of the things that got me, Rick, and 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 this this was this for me was a piece that just in, in a lot of ways um, encapsulates, I think, where we are. There is a a quote um, that that I that I really want you all to hear that says, um, "The rats that poison our body politic gnaw from the hearts and memories of the broad masses that even little." which distresses um, and, and misery have left us in this place. Um, they talk about vermin and they talk about ruining the state. Um, there's another quote from the same person that says, um, but there's one thing that leaders have not known how to do. That's how to save the people from falling to the arms of Marxism, that they have shown themselves most pitably and miserably impotent. Man, when you put... Trump's words next to this person, they sound the same. And that's Adolf Hitler. Oh, and yeah. As much as we talk about this, Trump is the new Hitler. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what anybody else thinks. And way, we as a nation, way more dangerous than he was uh, uh, when he was in president, the first, uh, when he was in office the first time. Absolutely, brother. And, and this is not about party. 
anybody who truly loves America, I don't care what you believe, has to be aligned with stopping this man from becoming president of the United States. So I want you all to think about that um, as we think about what we do hey, going hey, into this election. Yes, sir. Real quick, did you see Gavin Newsom eat up Ron DeSantis in that debate with Sean Hannity? Oh, man, it was it was a baby fighting a giant. Yeah. Yeah, that was something. He whipped his ass and put him in the bed. Yeah. Hey, hey Jeff, you want me to bring, bring back on the other side? Are you good? No, 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 no. We good, man. It ain't even worth talking about them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be reached, Jeff? Y'all hit me at Jess Nation. Y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. Love y'all. Talk to you on Thursday. Oh, ready to reach my morning show. We got the one. Hey, Mr. Thomas, that's your song right there. Do me, baby. Oh, yeah. Do me, baby. You can do me. Do me, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> do me in the morning. You can do me in the night. <laughs> tell them, Mr. You Thomas. Tell the ladies. Do me. You can do me when you want to do me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mr. Tom, we should have we we should have played played stand up in it, Mr. Tom. I know you love oh, that yeah. song. Oh yeah, especially on them days when my legs feeling strong. Stand all the way up in it. Stand up, stand up, <laughs> <laughs> all the way up in it, all the way up in it. Yes, sir. Stand Man, up, stand Mr. Up. Thomas. We cannot bring you on this show and talk to you without shouting out your best friend in South Florida. Oh, yeah. My best good buddy, my cut-running pal, my buddy. Yes, sir, Mr. Maestro Powell from Wabasso, Florida. That's right. Wabasso, Florida, <laughs> with all them oranges, and we pick them, and we cut them, and we peel them. Maestro Powell with the ponytail. Well, he clipped it, but I, I, every time I see him, I just uh, I, I just can't stop seeing that ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maestro I know, right? Powell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Yeah, Thomas, yeah. let everybody know that you and Maestro Power are gonna be gonna be doing fruit cakes this year, baking fruit cakes. Um, uh, y'all, uh, they say you got a hell of a fruit cake that you bake. Um, yes, sir. And what what goes yeah. into that? Well, I, you know, I just put it, you know, real slow because you got to take your time with all that. And I drive the urges and maestro bring back from Wabasso, cut them up real nice and dice them. And then I put some raisins in there. And then yeah. I go and just send, and send a, a, a Wilma Jean. She, she, me and maestro, we used to fight over her. She goes up to South Carolina to bring us back some uh, some pecans. We put some pecans and crush them up, put them on in there. And then yeah. also this year I'm changing it up. I might have some ball peanut. Cut up some ball peanut. Put them in there. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with that. I ain't never had uh, the fruitcake with the ball peanuts in there. Is that a new recipe? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you put some ball peanuts. You put some nice little, little pinch of cayenne pepper. The fruitcake will have a kick to it this year. Yes, sir. <laughs> mess with my stomach up. I hope it don't. Then, now, Mr. 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 Thomas, people be running low on collard greens. Who, who got those good collard greens that they didn't grew that we could buy them fresh, Mr. Thomas? Well, you go to Hollywood West Park, which is Carver Ranches, Florida. You go on Pembroke Road right in front of the VFWs. Nice little, 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 little farmer's market over there. But you bring your own newspaper. Now, we ain't, we ain't got no newspaper. You bring your own newspaper. We're wrapping greens up for you now. You wrap a whole. Yeah, I'm talking about bring the whole paper. And you can't, yeah. you, if you don't get newspaper, you go to somebody's yard. 
where they got a bunch of newspaper wrapped up in no plastic. You gonna just get they little paper out there, y'all. You come out there and you come bring that newspaper. We get your whole bushel of green, nice green too, real good. Yes, sir. <laughs> nice little greens, and you, you almost some of it look like cabbage sometimes. You gotta make sure it's green. Make sure you wash it, rinse it out. <laughs> make sure you wash and rinse it out now, because they get fresh, fresh out the ground. And we want everybody to know Mr. Thomas got the little Christmas giveaway, like the little old school where they put the uh the stuff in the brown paper bag, give it to you at church. What what do you, what are y'all putting in the paper bag, the paper sack for the kids for Christmas this year, Mr. Thomas? <laughs> well, for the kids, we got something for the kids and the grown folks. Now for the kids, you know, we got a brown bag with pink stickers on it now. We got some of the little boy twisting around at church, so we got a pink sticker yeah. on that for them. <laughs> we got a blue stick on the brown bag, even for them little old girls that be time bars. So we got that. So you all right? And, uh, let me see. We got uh, we got we got Bobby dolls. We got little old, uh, short trucks for the boys. And then we got some uh, some thips, some thighs. Some of the mothers from the church gonna love that. Yeah. That's the knee bag. Yes, yeah. thighs. Uh, uh, we got the uh, flow model uh, 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 church shoes for the women because you can't have a high heel, especially with a gout. Because Mother Wiggins got gout, so we got a nice little <laughs> pair of shoes for her with her gout. Then we got we put a men's. We got some nice old uh, old school colognes, and we got you know what kind of colognes, Mister Thomas? I know y'all got jupe. Yeah, we got Juke now. We got Cool Water, Juke, One Man Show, Lagerfield. We got Brute. We got Fahrenheit. Yes, sir. We got Brute. <laughs> we got Fahrenheit, right Yes, Fahrenheit. Set them on fire. Yeah, Set them Fahrenheit. On fire, right red there. bottle. <laughs> yeah, the red bottle. What you know about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Put that on there. And uh, Mother Owens, uh, Mother Jones, all of them, they go down. They're going to go down. going to lay it on down. You can, you stand up in it now. You put that there and you stand up in <laughs> You stand up in tub. You stand up in tub and you, boy, you put it down. Knock it down. And if you down. and if you don't have on that Fahrenheit cologne, you got to be on drugs. So I know you got a song for all the people that yes, ain't that. wearing the, the right cologne to these Christmas parties that's coming up, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> yes, sir. They must be on drugs. I got a song. I want to minister to them. I want to talk to somebody this morning. I want to help somebody. Got Let's to go. Help. You don't. You don't have to do drugs. Make believe it. You don't. Have to do drugs to get by. Sing it, Mr. Thomas. It'll make you think, make you think you're getting ahead, but oh, you know oh, know kill you dead. Can't you see for yourself what drugs are doing? Let's go. Show. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show. You got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A white female Alabama cop has been placed on leave for laughing while using a stun gun on a handcuffed black man who could be heard crying and visibly in distress. Here's audio from the video that's been circulating online. Right there on the front of the car. I don't got, I ain't doing <laughs> but I got gun right there. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm saying, what you saying? Oh, yeah, fuck. I'm not, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, 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 I'm down, down, down. Oh, my fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Again. No, man. Shut the f- you was big and bad. Shut your f- oh yeah, slave patrol. Uh. Slave patrol. I'm not shocked at nothing like that. I'm 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 actually shocked she didn't kill him. With they racist self and race ra- uh trained to be racist. They just racist and they don't they don't love you. I, I bet you when it did if you would have had an Alabama or Auburn helmet on. They just yeah. dogs. I can't stand them. Don't get me started on this show to do I that. Know, it, it, it's, don't don't it sound like an episode of Roots? It does. You know, just that that power and that that con, con, control and 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 uh, 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 man. To hear Robert. a grown black man <clears throat> cry like that, it's just as a mother, yeah. it's 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 very triggering. So the Reform Police Chief Richard Black and Mayor Melody Davis released a joint uh, statement saying the Alabama State Bureau of Investigation has requested a thorough investigation into the circumstances surrounding the arrest. But, yeah, you heard her teasing yeah, him even after he was. Yeah. I just want to know why the feds won't get involved on cases like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? We we out here. Uh, uh, we, uh, Joe Biden, uh, you know, runs uh, not runs, but the ju- use the Justice Department. To indict people, uh, police officers like that. Yeah. If, if that if that didn't sound like a, a, a something from an episode of Roots, uh, uh, being being strapped, uh, pulled up, and 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 whipped, or whatever. That's that, that's the new whip right there. Yeah. The taser. He already handcuffed. She talking to him. You want some more? The whole mindset and mentality of people like that in the state of Alabama, the state of Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky. Tennessee, Florida, North and South Carolina, the whole racist, racist South. But if you would have had an Alabama or Auburn heaven on or Florida State or Florida Gators or South Carolina Gamecocks or Clemson heaven on, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. And I said what I said and I meant what I said. They racist dogs. And you said, said right what needed to thing. be said. You said what needed to be Damn said. Damn right. Yeah. And we're going to hold them accountable. Just, yeah. just do that. I bet they wouldn't do it to nobody white. I bet if he was white and he would have had on handcuffs, they wouldn't have did it. Mm. We'll to continue to follow this one, yeah. And to we'll hell keep with you them, updated. To hell with their whole damn police department or whatever. I hope the feds get involved and prosecute. If we ain't out here protesting that, and then it was another uh, uh, police shooting uh, uh, up in, in, in North Alabama, uh, where University of North Alabama is, uh, or whatever that ain't being talked about enough. The stuff is so damn common to, and then they don't put it on the news now. Let's talk about that. Yeah. A little white woman come up missing, mm-hmm. huh? Let 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 Natalie, Natalie Holloway was all over the news, all over the news on every news channel, even cable when she came up missing, whatever. But let all these black children out here missing and all this kind of stuff or whatever. You don't see that on the news. On channel 13 and on BRC 6 and the rest of the news channels. Know why they do black people like that?
But you stand up in that damn stadium and holler, roll down tight, man, gone, gone on. I know. Well, that's why we use our platform to bring attention to these stories, and we'll continue to do so. And we'll keep you updated as we find out what's going on in this case. Of course, you can check out those updates at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? The 2023 Heisman Trophy finalist has been announced, man. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, Oregon quarterback Bo Nix, Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr., and Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Expect Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. to win the Heisman this year. It is what it is, man. Um, real quick, Houston Rockets head coach Emmanuel Udoka got into it with LeBron James during the game the other day, and he pretty much called LeBron James, saying he was as soft as a, as a boy. And uh, I would play the audio, but it's kind of hard to hear. Lakers pretty much was uh, – Udoka started trash-talking LeBron, saying stop crying like a bee. And LeBron came over and like, yo, we all grown men. That word is a little bit – is not cool. Udoka's like, you soft A boy. And then the referee ejected the coach from out the uh, threw him out the game for trash talking LeBron James. Like, come on, man, it is what it is. That's my quick sports report right there. Hot spot happening right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Me and this hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the Biara 18. All right, y'all. 28 before the top of the hour. Time at the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hotspot, but we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. Well, Jamie Foxx was overcome with emotion at the Critics' Choice Association Awards Monday night. He fought back tears as he accepted the Vanguard Award from presenter and the burial co-star Journey Smollett in his first public appearance since his mysterious medical complication in April. Now, After receiving an overwhelming standing ovation from the audience while walking across the stage, Fox couldn't help but speak out on the health scare he endured earlier this year. He said, you know, it's crazy. I couldn't do that six months ago. I couldn't actually walk. He began his 12-minute speech before taking a pause due to being overcome with emotion. He said, I cherish every single moment now. It's different, he shared. I wish... I wouldn't wish that on anyone what I went through on my worst enemy because it's tough when it's almost over. When you see the tunnel, I saw the tunnel. I did not see the light. Ooh, when those close to Fox have been, uh, while those close to Fox have been tight-lipped on actually what happened and caused him to be hospitalized, his daughter Corinne relived, uh, revealed in April that her famous dad fell ill in the middle of production of his upcoming movie Back in Action. Wow, I didn't, I missed that. I can't wait to see that. I wonder yeah. if I'll be able to go back and see that. That that oh, that had to be really touching. Oh my goodness, I'm just happy he's okay. My goodness, can you imagine? He he, he said he was in the tunnel, but he didn't see the light. Yeah. That's like yeah, you almost you just, die. Surprised what people be going through. Jesus. Oh my goodness, that is scary. You know what? We going to wrap up the hospital on that note. But coming up next week, I'm so the... damn mad about that damn police officer tasing that man like that why he got them damn handcuffs on. I know. When Jesus. I tell you, when I tell you I want to say some stuff on this radio. Don't do it. Don't do these it. racist ass cops. <sighs> And then there's a lot of good cops out here that's actually doing good in the community and they actually care about people and care about uh, uh, minorities and, and kids and stuff. And these these damn uh, uh, one-tooth damn races out here, these cowboys out here doing stuff like that, make a lot of good police officers look bad. Yeah. It's sad. It and I'm so sad. damn mad about that. Oof. And then how that man hollering. What that man would have had a heart attack and died. But I bet the news ain't gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. But you let you let a white woman cry. 
that'll shed a tear. Breaking damn news. Hmm. Man, going on. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.